Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano. Welcome, everyone, to the Sports Spectrum Podcast, Super Bowl edition here from Atlanta. I am Jason Romano. Thanks for joining us here today. Back in November, we had Wesley Woodyard of the Tennessee Titans on the podcast, and it was right after they had beaten the now AFC champion New England Patriots. And we caught up with Wesley here in Atlanta at the Super Bowl. And we talked a lot about what that was like to move forward after beating the Patriots, what this experience is like, because Wesley played with the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl, the unfortunate Super Bowl that the Broncos lost to the Seattle Seahawks a few years back. And then we talked to Wes about his faith and about being intentional about his faith, even while being at the Super Bowl, where he's working and doing some really cool stuff here with the broadcast boot camp at the Super Bowl as a broadcaster, trying to pretty much set himself up for broadcasting after he's done playing. So take a listen to our conversation. Really good stuff here with Wesley Woodyard of the Tennessee Titans on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. What's up, Sports Spectrum? We are here at the Super Bowl in Atlanta, and I'm just really happy to be joined by my friend. <laughs> That's right. But he's also a Tennessee Titans linebacker. Wesley Woodyard is here. Welcome to the show, Wes. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. It's, it's always, always good to play. see you. Yeah, look, I detect, I, I detect a little raspiness in your voice. Oh. You've been doing a lot of talking the you last know, couple I, days. I, I have been doing a lot of talking. I'm glad everybody's listening, but I'm ready yeah? to go. <laughs> now, tell everybody what you're doing here this week, because you're dressed up in a suit. Most players that you see walking through are yeah. just kind of doing the radio road thing, doing some interviews, but you're dressed up, so you're doing a little more more than that. So um, right now, what you're seeing, me and uh, three other players, we were selected to participate in the broadcast boot camp radio role yeah. during Super Bowl. You know, I attended, uh, you know, the advanced broadcast boot camp and regular boot camp, too. And it's just been great, man, to get behind the scenes and practice my reps and, you know, hone in my skills. And, of course, we got Jerry Madeline that's on our head. Anything we do wrong, we love to, to be critiqued, man. Hey, you know, Jerry's going to love that you gave him a shout-out. Hey, G-Matt's the greatest. He's the best. He's one of my mentors, so shout-out to G-Matt. Tell me about what it's been like for you as a broadcaster this week. Because I saw you yesterday. You were at the Patriots media yeah. availability, and there's some opportunities here for you to put your broadcast hat on. And you've been playing all year. You're a current player. You're not a former player anymore, uh, you know, for a while. Yeah, yeah. So tell me what that's like to put on that broadcast hat and become sort of one of us, I uh, guess. To, to take the pass off and yeah. to, to come in here. First off, to me, I've told somebody, it's kind of like that experience of in the locker room, you have that brotherhood between your football players. And you come here, you think that the media would be all just chirping at each other and fighting. Yeah. But to see everybody genuinely supports and wants to see great um, work put out there, man. It's been amazing, man. I've learned from some of the best. I've yeah. talked to one of a, a guy who I really like, John Clayton, from uh, uh, during the Seattle Raider your interview. Oh, yeah. So it's just good that you see people that you've you've kind of like modeled the way you want to be as a man and as a, um, a entertainer. Now, this is not unfamiliar territory for you as a player because yeah. you played in one of these games in the Super Bowl a few years ago. Put on your player hat for a minute and tell me what this week is like. Now it's Friday morning that we're getting that we're taping this interview before the Super Bowl. What is today like as a player two days before the game? Because you've gone yeah. through now almost two weeks off and you're itching and you're scratching and you're really getting excited and antsy to play yes. this game. Man, you know, I can remember my time when I was in the Super Bowl that Friday. 
just trying to find that routine that I had in Denver. And uh, just trying to stick on that schedule, whether that's getting the massages or getting proper rest or, you know, studying a little bit longer. And it's funny that you, you say that Friday. Most guys, I know me, we were trying to find some scripture to read, man. And, and yeah. to me, that's just been amazing to see some of the Patriots players say that they're finding their same way on the road. And it's like yeah. that's the team that's going to have the most success, the team that stays on their best rhythm throughout this whole trial. From a faith perspective, I know we were talking to some of the Patriots and Rams players on Thursday. It's, they say they can stay in their routine yeah. from a faith perspective, but it's hard because your schedule is all out of whack. Yeah. Take me back to 2013, 14, and when you were in the Super Bowl trying to stay in that faith rhythm. Yeah. That's hard, right? It, it is, man, because, you know, you want, like I said, you want to stay on that routine, but at the same time, we had a great chaplain that, you know, hey guys, I'm going to be here on Friday for a Bible study. You can meet me here. We can talk about this. And most importantly, my wife was like my rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is your rock? Yeah, right? it's my yeah, this is my rock. She is my rock. Sorry, she is my rock. <laughs> and she was praying with me. Yeah, we were reading scriptures together. And to me, that was like the biggest routine that I've ever learned. And I think that's why I've had success, man. Just being able to find that other partner that's going to hold you accountable. Last time we spoke on this podcast, it was I think November. You had just beaten. The Patriots. Yes, yes. Pretty good, actually. Yeah, we, we beat them up pretty good. In Nashville, <laughs> you played a great game. You had a couple sacks. You guys had just come off of beating Dallas as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another good team, a playoff team this year. Since then, you kind of went up and down, didn't finish the way you wanted. Right, that was right, a tough right. loss at the end of the year. But instead of talking about that, let's talk about the way that you guys played the Patriots. Yeah. And if you're in the Rams meetings right now and you're trying to prepare, and they've been preparing for obviously yes, two have. weeks now. What worked for you guys that could still work? Because so much has changed over the last mm -hmm, few mm -hmm. months. But what could work for the Rams that worked for you guys? I, I'll say this. First off, I have to give. I haven't been given enough credit to Coach uh, Sean McVay. Mm. One of the most brilliant minds at a young age. And, you know, you often get that young man going versus an old man. And me, I'm the old man in yeah. the football world. That's but right. he's the same, around the same age as me. So to see him be able to take this platform it is amazing, first off. But... I see the Rams kind of having some success like we had, you know, to create that pressure up in the inside with Aaron Donald and Sue and, and create those blitzes coming from other places. And to me, it's going to be hard for Brady to complete a lot of those passes with their DBs out there. You got Tlaib out there that's locking people up. And if Gronkowski just so happens to get a hot day, I guarantee you you'll see Tlaib mess up on him as well. So I think the Rams are going to pull this one off convincingly. You do. That's yeah. your pick. Yeah. Convincingly, I've been, I've, been going, I've been going back and forth, Jay. Yeah, but you're on, you're on the record on every interview you do. you yeah, got to stick yeah. with what you're picking. Hey, no, no, no. I, I've said the Rams. Okay. I've said the Rams. Right. But in my head, I've been going back and forth because I think that it could be lopsided either way, honestly. Really? I do. So you might you potentially see not a close game. I don't I don't think this will be a close game. In the, in, the stand, in the standpoint, if I'm New England, I'm about to put the game into overdrive. Right. If you look what they did in their first two playoff games, yeah. they controlled the line of scrimmage. They could, they ran the ball great. They controlled the clock. They were able to throw the ball, do whatever they want to. And you blink, and, and they were up 14 nothing. Exactly. Up my my point, and, and that's that. That's why I say it can be lopsided, because if yeah. I'm Tom Brady and I'm Belichick and Josh McDaniels, I'm not going to give the Rams any playroom to run any kind of trick plays on me or get any of their players hot. And how are the Rams going to do that, though? Because oh. they, they played well in the playoffs, but they They've been behind against New Orleans. Yes. They were behind against Dallas. They came back on both of those teams. 
it's a little different than if you get behind on New England, that's it's, a harder team to come back. It's on. hard to come back, but here's why I think the Rams are going to do great this game. Okay. Because you have C.J. Anderson who picked up the slack when, the Gur- when, when Gurley when Gurley was having a rough game. Yeah. And Gurley now is in his, in the state of Georgia. He has a banner everywhere you go. A Georgia Bulldog coming back on his home turf. Yeah. He's going to show up and show out. So to me, whoever who's ever able to run the football to be the best is going to win that football game. And I think the Rams has two dual running backs that can get 100 yards. So they they really be through their physical this game. Share a quick story with our listeners, our viewers about. Super Bowl Sunday, the day, and just what that was like for you. I know the game didn't turn out the way you wanted, but something that we don't see as fans as you're preparing for that game that was different, that was unique. Obviously, the game is later in the afternoon. Share a little story from that day. Oh, man, it's it's so, so many stories. You know, I think to me, that day was just, you know, it was like in slow motion. (laughs) You know, until, until I ran out of the tunnel, it was just like, man, I'm living in my dream. And, and to me to wake up on Super Bowl Sunday, I never forget waking up and I'm like, I want to go back to sleep just so I can get this feeling again of waking up playing in the Super Bowl. Wow. So just making those memories. And like you said, we didn't obviously get the outcome, but I can say this, man, I made one of the closest friends that I'll probably have in my life by the name of Cliff Avril, yeah. who kicked our butt. You yeah, know, he did. And, along with a lot of other secrets. And, I, and I, I told him, man, I was able to get closure from that game just off of our friendship that we built throughout the years. And it was like, most of the time, guys, like my friend Jacob Tammy, he played in three Super Bowls and lost every one. And it's like, you got there, so just remember and enjoy. So to the guys that's playing in this game, just cherish the moment. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about your faith real quick. Uh, We we shared your faith journey on our last podcast, uh, so we don't need to go necessarily through that. But I think... A couple things I want to ask you. First, yesterday I saw you run into Brian Dawkins. <laughs> and because what kind of made the realm in social media a little bit, and there was this genuine joy on your face yeah. when you saw Doc, and obviously he just went into the Hall of Fame. He was a huge influence on you, not only huge. as a player, but from a spiritual perspective, too, because this guy lives it out, right? I'm, I'm telling you, I, rem- I remember being down on myself because I couldn't be Brian Dawkins in his faith walk. Mm. And the best thing he told me is, Wood, my challenges are not your challenges. You can't be Brian Dawkins. You can only be right. the best Wesley Woodyard in yeah. a man in the household. And I'm like, you know what? I want to be like you. So everything that you can teach me, I'm going to learn it. Yeah. And to see him walk by faith every day, to lead Bible studies, I wanted to be just like him. And when I saw him yesterday, it was like, man, I haven't seen you in a year. Come on, let's 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 hug it up. Give me man. That big hug. It's never a dull yeah. moment with B Dog, man, because you can learn so much from him, man. And he changed my life. I think he shows too that you can be intense. Yes. And and, and just passionate about what you believe and how you go about life, yes. but still be gentle and tender, which is what the Bible calls and, us to be. And you know, he has a story, and he's not yeah. afraid to share his struggles of where he came from and where he is to, to this day. Yeah. And we always say this, we've never heard B-Dog curse. As, as excited and as chaotic he gets on Sunday, we would literally like run up to him and be like, is he going to say it? He's going to do it? And he would never do it. And yeah. to see that on the football field, you know, everybody trash talks. And I can say, you know, I'm going to get there one day where I don't curse, and I can say that I'm there now. That's good. You know, that's really cool. <laughs> now tell me, as we close here, 
what is the biggest lesson that God's taught you through this season now? Because I asked you that question in November. Season wasn't over yet. Yeah. Now the season's over. You called yourself one of the older guys. You're <laughs> a vet now. You're also here doing great work with the broadcast boot camp at the Super Bowl. But what has the Lord been teaching you? And I know there's a story, too, maybe through this that you can yes. share yes. yesterday yes. Uh, with the Patriots. But what's the Lord been teaching you? Man, you know, I've been, been, been dealing with this and just accepting this and loving the fact that it's God's time. Mm. Yesterday, I was walking into... The, the, the Patriots press conference and I was just kind of going back and forth about what what should I ask a guy what story should I do should I talk to this guy should I talk to J-Mac should I talk to D-Mac and I immediately walk in and it's like God just hit me hey we're here to talk about me we're not talking about anything and I see Matthew Slater standing over there by himself waiting and it's just like that was a perfect moment to to ask him a question about what's what's a man of God look like on a Sunday yeah. and from there it went on to both the McCourty twins and it was just amazing to see how God just stepped in and, and honestly had my back you know yeah. <laughs> he came in and gave me a topic to, to, to talk about and again it was him and it was his time and, and I just felt blessed to be in that moment to share not my story but my brother's stories about they're walking it with Christ. That's cool. I mean, that's what we're here to do, too, and it's a wonderful opportunity and a blessing. Uh, Brandon Cook said it best yesterday when I talked to him with the Rams. He said, God doesn't make mistakes. Yes, I saw that. And it's pretty cool that we're <laughs> uh, here. I, re I got to retweet that and repost it myself. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't make mistakes. So, listen, Wesley Woodyard picking the Rams, by the way. He said it, so he's sticking with it here at the Super Bowl broadcast boot camp, doing some great work broadcasting, and just really excited for all you got to do. And I guess I'll see you in a couple weeks, right? We will, Jason. We will. Right, okay. Thanks, Wes. All right, good to see all you, right, man. Good to see you. Really enjoyed talking to Wesley Woodyard here live in Atlanta for Super Bowl 53 and our coverage of the Super Bowl for Sports Spectrum. John Ackerman, our managing editor, and myself have been here for a few days now, and uh, we made our predictions on the last podcast. John taking the Patriots 33-30, to 30, and I'm taking the Patriots 35-21 to 21 over the Rams. I hope it's a good game. I hope it's a closer game. And uh, we're here live at the Media Center in Atlanta. You hear a lot of the hustle and bustle going on behind us. And it's been a great week. Lots of opportunities to talk to people about sports and faith. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Have a great rest of your day. This is the Sports Spectrum Podcast.